Hi, and welcome to the Automotive Tech Info Podcast, the program where technicians talk to technicians, offering diagnostic tips in 10 minutes or less. This podcast is brought to you by Automotive Tech Info to help you learn while you listen. I'm your host, Tony Mala, and we'll be presenting information for and by automotive technicians in a unique learning opportunity to grow your knowledge, insight, and understanding of the automotive technology you see in the shop every day, one nugget at a time. My guest today is Jordan Hill, a diagnostic technician with over 23 years experience in the industry with some very interesting ideas. As you may recall, Jordan last time was talking about different ways to improve productivity within the shop. In our first one, we talked about an end on quality control system. In the second podcast, we're going to be talking to Jordan about his thoughts on just-in-time methods for parts management. Jordan, welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's good to have you back here. And again, last time I had mentioned we were talked about setting up a quality control system in the shop. In the second podcast in our business development series, we're going to explore how setting up a just-in-time parts management system can further improve your operations or cycle time and your customer service. Let's begin as we did last time with a look at just-in-time systems and, and what it can do to help improve the repair concept. Jordan, tell us a little bit more, where did the just-in-time concept originate and how does it work? So it really started with Taichi Ono, and he developed a lot of these principles and created the just-in-time system in the 1950s after World War II. Toyota was struggling at this time. There had been major devastation in Japan, and there were limited materials to build with limited amount of customers who could even afford a car. And so Toyota could not afford to be wasteful. And they really had to go outside of the traditional manufacturing methods to survive at that point. And so a lot of these concepts come out of that really need for new ideas. The main idea being to eliminate waste and to work as efficiently as possible. And one of the large sources of waste that Taichi Ono discovered was holding quantities of inventory, extra parts, finished products. All of these things were wasted money for the business and wasted space inside of their factories. All of those are very familiar concepts to our supply chain friends. You're talking about uh, an effective parts sales operation. You're talking about the number of turns, inventory turns, that they have to maintain in order to keep the organization efficient and most importantly, profitable. And as we know, inventory can be death too. I mean, if you're not turning it often. What are some of the specifics of a just-in-time program for those larger independent shops that actually keep a supply of, of often used parts and inventory within the business parts environment? What do they need to think about to improve what they're doing now? So the goal should really be, as the name implies, to have just enough of those stock items that are commonly used to keep the shop going for maybe two weeks or maybe even up to a month. Anything beyond that is really just wasted capital that could be invested in tooling, training, paying down shop bills, etc., In my personal experience, I've found this can be really true for shops that have been in business for 20, 30 years. There can be huge piles of parts laying around that have just been kind of forgotten about. And due to 
inventory obsolescence, they'll probably never be able to be put on a car again. And so by maintaining that, you know, maybe one month stock supply, you can really avoid getting stuck with these larger quantities of filters or belts, hoses, fluids that really can't ever be used. So you're talking about having basically a 30-day supply of what you do need. And I would imagine if you're not sure what that would involve, just simply review your invoices for the past 30 days. Is that a good way to measure or get a handle on what types of parts you are using that frequently? Yes, that is a good way. I've also found that many of the shop management systems will generate reports for you of specific part numbers or categories of parts, and you can use those reports to determine what your highest quantity should be. Also, many of the parts departments are online. Many are doing online ordering, and they can also generate reports of the most frequently ordered parts. Hmm. Well, you would mention in the very beginning, you know, it's all about the execution too. And uh, to, to execute properly, you have to have the right people in place. Who, in your opinion, should the shop consider putting in charge of this? Who should manage the inventory system within the business? That is an important decision to make. Someone needs to be quite detail-oriented. And I've found that when you find the right person, they really get the idea of not being wasteful. They really get the idea of saving money where you can. In an odd way, it almost becomes a game where you find just the perfect amount of stock to keep on the shelves and the best way to save money that way. So after finding that initial person, it's also good to teach at least one other or potentially even everyone in the shop can take turns rotating through the order process, you know, restocking the shelves, even determining the amounts. I've found that the more people who are involved in the process, the better it works. People can really surprise you if you let them. And I think of one specific example. We had a young woman who had started really just to answer phones and take in a few of the cars in the morning. She had very little automotive experience. And I showed her the ordering system that we were using. And within a month, she was teaching me about it. And she was finding ways to save and different vendors that we could get this from. And it was really exciting to see. So when you find the right person, you'll know it. We'll return to our interview after this word from our sponsor. Automotive Tech Info provides professional technicians with a regular diet of repair information on BMW, Mercedes-Benz, Nissan, Toyota, Volvo, Volkswagen, Audi, Porsche, and more. It's free access to technical knowledge and insight from professional technicians for professional technicians. Simply register at www.automotivetechinfo.com to gain access to our database of technical wisdom that is easy to use and searchable by keyword, vehicle manufacturer, or publish date. It's a convenient technical resource to keep you ahead of what's coming into your shop every day. For more information, visit our website at automotivetechinfo.com. And now back to our interview. Well, I loved your comment. People will surprise you if you let them. That is that's often very, very true. I have found in my interactions with colleagues in the industry. Specifics about the inventory itself. How is the inventory usually tracked and managed within the business with this just-in-time method? What do you need? To me, that's part of the beauty of it. I have always just used a simple Excel spreadsheet, clearly marked with 
the stock amount that should be on the shelf and how many is on the shelf currently. And the spreadsheet can mimic the actual shelves, so it's very easy to follow down and see which parts are low and need to be reordered. So I would imagine keeping track of what is going to be a relatively small amount of fast-moving items should be fairly straightforward and not require a great deal of extra equipment or technology. It sounds like an Excel spreadsheet would be all you really need to do. What else does the shop owner need to know about setting up the just-in-time parts inventory systems? Anything else you can offer in the way of advice? A lot of these concepts connect together. And so there are other concepts like a push system versus a pull system. And then also the concept of the next step in a process is the customer. The pull system was something that Aichi Ono discovered when he first visited America in the American supermarkets, where the supermarket has a small quantity on the shelf for the customer. And then they have a larger inventory in the back stock room. The shelves are continually refreshed from the larger stock room in the back. And that can apply to shops in the sense of realizing that their stock room is that smaller quantity that gets continually replenished and that larger storeroom is your local parts supplier. That's what they do. They know inventory, they know parts. So instead of trying to think of the parts stock room as this large place where inventory is going to stay, that should be left to the auto parts stores. This can also create a space for conversation with your local parts store. You can go to them and say, we're seeing a large increase of these types of vehicles. Is there a way we can have you guys stocking more of these specific items? So there's some communication that can be developed. And, you know, that's a great way to develop that relationship, too. And your supply folks have a great deal of inner knowledge that can help you set up your just-in-time system that would benefit both of you as far as them being made aware of what parts are moving so they can order more of them because they're getting feedback from the field. And then again, you utilizing that relationship you already have to kind of help take your shop up to the next level. Do you have any personal experience in using the just-in-time system? I do. In the last two shops I've been at, I have implemented a lot of these ideas, some of them more successful than others, but The parts just-in-time system has been quite successful in both shops. In the first shop, we were able to go and open that communication with parts stores, and we were able to actually return a large quantity of unused items in kind of a one-time-only exception that they made for us. And we were able to free up a lot of space in the parts room, get rid of a lot of inventory that wasn't going to be able to be used and really focus on what was used daily. I found that people really respond well to a learning environment and they enjoy being challenged to grow. And all of these concepts from Andon to Judoka to Just-in-Time, they inspire people to think and they inspire people to want to learn and to grow. And ultimately, people are the most important part of any shop. And yes, we need tools, we need computers, we need all of these different things, but the people are the heart of it. And they need to be treated that way, and they need to be inspired 
Well, and that sounds like a formula for keeping your people and retaining the talent that you have, because developing your people is as important as developing your business. And it sounds like, Jordan, you've shared a couple of great ideas here to help move that process along. I'm sure we're going to have a lot more to talk about down the road, but for now, we're sort of out of time. So, Jordan, I want to thank you for the time and insights you've shared with us today. This has been great stuff. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. We've been talking with Jordan Hill, a diagnostic technician of 23 years and an ASE Master L1 and L3 technician, about some concepts to help improve your business operation within your shop that pretty much anybody can do. I'm Tony Mala, and have a great day.